right, hello everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this electrifying episode of the Geek Garage Podcast, the most inclusive and accessible nerd culture audio program on the interwebs. I'm your host, David, and this is actually uh, our first episode of the new year of 2023, um, and uh, we're starting it off a little differently. Um, we are, uh, first of all, uh, my wife is, uh, she is absent from this episode. Um, she's, uh, currently dealing with the kids. So <laughs> that's, that's why she's one reason she's not here. Um, cause we're currently recording this in the daytime. Um, but, uh, another reason is because one of my very good friends, um, fellow nerd, fellow Spidey enthusiast, fellow artist, uh, the guy who did the uh, caps for my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tumblr uh, that went gangbusters on Etsy for a while until it got taken down. Um, he uh, is joining us today, uh, Mr. Gabe Silva. How you doing, buddy? Hey, uh, happy to be back. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I was so excited to uh, to hear that you had some interest in coming on and doing this episode because I... I really had no idea where to start, um, you know, in, in terms of looking for people that could do it, that would be interested. So um, I was I was excited that you jumped at it. It's not like I was trying to leave you out intentionally, um, but I, I just, I guess it just didn't click initially that you might be able to contribute to this topic. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, with my background in art and whatnot, I just figured it would be like, you know, kind of like a perfect fit. So, right, yeah. Absolutely. That's why, like, when I saw the post, I was like, cough, cough. Get me on there. <laughs> For sure, yeah. Um, so, uh, to stop beating around the bush, we are here today to talk about a super duper hot button topic issue that, uh, right. that's been going around um, for the past, I don't know. Um, it, it seems like it's been the, the, the last couple of months, people have really been ramping up the conversation around it yeah um and uh that is ai artwork or ai generated artwork um gabe how do you how do you usually refer to this topic ai art ai generated um yeah just like ai art ai generated uh anything or like image-based generation would be good too um it's just anything that's generated not by a a person (laughs) (laughs) gotcha yeah that makes sense um yeah so uh, there has been a lot of, uh, like I said, there's been a lot of discussion about it. Uh, and unless you've been living under a rock or you're like super old and don't use the internet very much, um, you, you probably noticed that there's a lot of conversation going around about AI generated artwork. Um, sure. a, a lot of the talk has been negative, um, about how it's uh well we're gonna get into uh into all those aspects um but there are in fact pros um yeah. and that's that's what we wanted to do with this episode right gabe was to uh um, yeah, go a little bit over both pros cons yeah. and uh just kind of like talk about the thing in in general just because there's a lot of controversy uh around it, sure. especially lately oh yeah for sure um yeah like people are wanting to uh uh, to to try and get into like conventions um and and vendor events as like artists who who where their art is like being generated by ai and so far 
it looks like all of those artists or quote unquote artists have been getting mm. the axe, which seems to be appropriate as of right now. If you know, that's the only way they are using the, uh, the, um, the, the medium, if you want to call it a medium. Right. But, uh, yeah, we, we definitely wanted to open this up, uh, as a conversation and take a in-depth objective look at AI generated artwork and just, you know, talk about it, uh, get it all out in the open, talk about the pros, talk about the cons, um, and, uh, you know, discuss the, the negative comments and energy that's been swirling around. So, right. Uh, so yeah, let's, uh, let's get to it. Um, before we dive too deep into said topic, uh, Gabe, you, since you are more of an expert at it than I am, uh, would you mind giving us a simple, like layman's terms, uh, explanation as to what AI art is and, uh, maybe some examples to, uh, to kind of get the ball rolling? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, in general, like when you think of AI art, you kind of thinking uh, it, you're essentially just telling a program or, um, for example, like a lot of them are like web app, web applications. Mm -hmm. um, and you would just like put in a prompt and then it will generate an image for you. So it's kind of like a, uh, a make art button, essentially. <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of out, outputs and uh, like websites that you could go to to uh, to like generate these things and then you can also build your own programs there's a lot of people that like full-on code um like generators and uh i don't know what to, to, to call it they like it's they call it a neural network there we go okay um and so it's essentially like they, they create a program and they're trying to teach it like hey i want you to be able to take these a bunch of pictures right um and it could be anything it'd be people animals uh you know uh, flora, fauna, whatever, mm -hmm. um, and you put it through like the the algorithm. Algorithm. Sorry, I can't speak today. Apparently, um, no, you're, you're <laughs> you put doing it through. Great. <laughs> a, oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> you put it through the algorithm, and then it'll take uh, essentially like points from each of them, and then try to generate something that matches what you make or that you type in. Um, and there's other like forms of it as well that you could like upload your own images, and then you could get variations based on the image that you upload. Or even like apps that you could take a bunch of selfies and then they put you into like different situations. Right. Um, yes. Uh, so with that last one that you mentioned, I think that is probably the the best example of uh, what's what like I'd say ninety five percent of people are are familiar with in terms of right. AI generated art as of this moment. Um, you know, because like a week or two, three ago, people. It's just everyone and their mother on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever started using, you know, AI generated artwork type uh, mobile apps to to make like, they, uh, like their profile pictures and whatnot. I see them all the time. Right. Now. Yeah. And, and, you know, they're uh, they they get, the, you know, for lack of better words, like photoshopped to look like a um, like a painted or illustrated version of like King Henry the Eighth. Uh, right. <laughs> or, you know, something in that style. And it's very yeah. good. Um, like they, it could be uh, super convincing sometimes. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, it's, it, it, you know, for, for something that I, I think I downloaded the app uh, or like one of them that someone recommended and I, 
I almost signed up, but it was one of those like trials and like you had to like, you know, put in your card information. And I was like, I yeah. know I am not going to remember to cancel this. And it was like 30 bucks for the year. And I was like, nah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I, I might still do it just to kind of like be the most objective I can be and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like use it so I can continue to make like, updated and informed decisions about how i feel about it but right but yeah like i said that's as of right now i think that's kind of uh, the most uh, popular version of ai generated art that that everyone is familiar with so yeah especially like with social media just in general like most people when they're using apps they're like hey this is cool let me just share it and then now everybody knows but mm-hmm. that that's like the the one side that they get for it I know the, the app ones aren't like as in depth as uh, some of like the like web applications and whatnot. Right. Um, so you you get into like some really crazy stuff that we'll we'll get into later. Yeah, the uh, the web app stuff seems like it's it's kind of the way to go because mm. it's the easiest. They they don't have to download any any other app to their phone. You know, they just they're directed to a website. Um so and you don't have uh, to worry about like coding and all that. Mm-hmm. Um because I, I I actually tried maybe like a couple of weeks ago there was one that you had to do everything through terminal on your computer so like on Windows sure. computers you have the terminal like consoles and whatnot mm-hmm. um and you had to do it through Python and I'm like I don't know anything about Python I'm not gonna be able to do this <laughs> I uh, so mean I ended up just saying you know whatever <laughs> I wasn't even gonna bother I with it. I think you could learn Python um I mean you're you know I, I know your brain well enough uh, and Python is it's probably the best introductory uh programming language to to get into um in terms of like back-end programming um so yeah if you or anyone else out there looking to learn how to code and you're you know wanting to do like more complicated stuff like back-end programming then python is definitely it's a it's a very stripped down albeit very powerful uh back-end programming language so yeah it's it's a good one definitely something to look into yeah, I I use complicated shit. I use C sharp <laughs> and dot net. <laughs> gotcha. Like in in college, I did uh like C plus plus with uh, game oh, design sure. stuff, and I was lost. I <laughs> I could not do it. But I yeah. mean, then again, I I wasn't really like super invested into it because mm. I was just like, yeah, hey, let me just get through this. Um, but I think now maybe if I if I gave it a chance, maybe. But who knows? <laughs> right. No. I it, yeah. C C based languages are are notoriously complicated to learn like there's there's just a lot of uh, a lot of stuff to to know and to learn up front and continuously a lot of math uh yeah a, a little bit um but i mean well, if at least there, in my case i guess but. if there was too much math or an excessive amount then i would not be doing this uh mm. for for my line of work um because gotcha, gotcha. i am i am not a math person yeah, I'm terrible at math. Yeah, <laughs> Get me a calculator, same. please. <laughs> for for sure, yeah, yeah. All those all those uh, teachers and parents that were like, "You're not gonna have a calculator wherever you go." Like, well, we sure showed them. <laughs> Look at my phone. <laughs> exactly. Half the time I pull out my phone is to get the calculator. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, okay, so <clears throat> it seems like we got a, a relatively good definition. Um, uh, and I'll bet, you know, a little jumbled. Uh, surface level look at what AI generated art is. 
Um, did, uh, did we go over some examples? Uh, I, I know we talked about like the, the Facebook, um, like profile pics and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, is there anything else that has been relatively popular that we haven't talked about yet that that might be um, a good example? So personally, like I've been noticing a lot, especially on Facebook, like you'll have like the, um, like the superhero groups of like Marvel and stuff like that, but not like the official ones, obviously. Sure. Um, but there would be a lot of them that are like, hey, this is what uh, Spider-Man would look like if he was Native American. Literally, I saw that like earlier oh, today. Oh, yeah, yeah. And okay. they would like massively like generate a bunch of like characters or whatnot. And they'll just make a post and there'll be like 15 pictures. Um, and then you'll like, because half the time you'll notice that they're generated because there's a lot of things that like they just can't do properly, like hands, anatomy mm. for some reason. They just, it hates it. Um, so you'll see like 50 abs on somebody like stuff that's just not possible um, right. and then like 40 fingers like how is <laughs> like it just doesn't look right um, so you can yeah. kind of tell uh, so that's one thing that I've noticed a, a lot lately and then other than that's mainly been like the profile picture stuff so unless gotcha. you're like really looking for like the more in-depth AI art stuff mm-hmm. uh, you'll mostly just see like the the general like profile picture occasionally like hey this is what blah 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 would look like Right. Yeah. I, I think it was last night I saw a, um, a set of pictures. Uh, it, it, it was probably AI art, but it was Star Wars, uh, like Sith Lords as, um, or Star Wars dark side characters as, uh, samurai. And it was really mm. cool. Like it was like Darth Vader had like a samurai helmet. Like it, it, like you could still very much tell that it was Darth Vader, but he was in like like full samurai garb. Like it was it was awesome. Um, and yeah, they had like a stormtrooper, and um, they had a uh, Kylo Ren and um, a couple others as well. It was it was pretty cool. So, oh yeah. Uh, so yeah. Okay. So um, so like we said, uh, there's there's definitely plenty of pros um, and advantages to AI generated art, which we will get into here in just a little bit. But uh, as we said at the top, it is certainly undeniable that the current conversation surrounding the topic um, is uh, overwhelmingly negative. And um, we, we want to touch on that first. So first of all, um, uh, Gabe, if uh, if you could just give us a um, a, a relatively um, quick or, or um, you know just a tip of the iceberg, uh, uh, I, I you know look as to why um, artists are upset about the the growing popularity of AI arts um, and. Yeah. Uh, you know, some of the the arguments that have come out against it, um, whether they're, you know, whether you think they might be a little bit exaggerated or whether they're actually pretty well founded in in their legitimacy. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely some points that are uh, exaggerated, I think, in my opinion, at least like the, the concept of people thinking that AI is going to take over artists jobs. Sure. Granted, it it'll definitely like probably take back some of like the smaller jobs that might have been around, um, mm-hmm. which I'm hoping not because I want obviously all artists to be able to shine and and get their their work out there and whatnot. Um, but there, that's like one of the bigger things that most people like. If they don't really know much about AI art, they're just like, oh, it's gonna take away the jobs, <laughs> which <laughs> uh, which sucks. But 
Um, and then there, there's other stuff like, uh, well, one of the biggest ones, and there's actually a lot of people, especially on like ArtStation, DeviantArt, um, pretty much anywhere that people primarily share their art. Uh, a lot of people are boycotting AI art because essentially AI art is just straight up stolen art. Mm -hmm. um because ai art never generates anything brand new nothing's ever pulled directly out of thin air um yeah. it's all based AI... off of like like web scraping and and stuff like that right it's... yeah exactly so there'll be like the big companies i think there's one called like stability uh, i could be completely uh off or there might be another <laughs> name added onto it um mm -hmm. but they gather like a lot of the images and what they'll do is they'll take all the images and then they train the AIs based off the images. So all it's doing is pulling from all those images. So there'll be like a million pictures, right? And mm -hmm. then whatever prompt you put out, it'll pull from those. And then that, that's how you get your generated images. Um, so the problem with that comes from is as an artist, you're thinking, hey, now if I post something that I'm really proud of on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, anywhere on the internet, anybody could just be like, all right, I'm just going to throw that into my generator. So your art is essentially just not safe at the moment. Right. Um, and that's the biggest con. Uh, right. Yeah. That's, it's kind of funny. Like, I mean, it's not funny, but like, it is kind of funny. Uh, like that's, that's what artists do already is like, yeah. <laughs> whether you know it or not, whether you realize it or not, um, you know, there, there's the, the, the thing, the, the saying, the art imitates life or uh, life imitates art, however it goes. Um, you know, it, it, nothing is truly 100% original. You know, you, you know, you learn about, you know, Picasso and Van Gogh and Monet, and you learn about contemporaries like Jackson Pollock and, you know, Andy Warhol. And you learn about all these different artists and different mediums. And, you know, you, you stash the ones away that are your favorites, like in the, the recesses of your mind and then forget about the rest. Um, right. and when you go to do your arts, um, you know, whether you're, you know, um, uh, you know, an inker or, you know, just, uh, a digital illustrator, you do, you know, physical painting. It's, um, you know, you're pulling from, you know, inspiration that already exists, uh, you know, yeah. work that already exists. The big difference here is that, it's all being generated by a computer. Um, it's, yeah. it's not being done by hand. So that's right. That that's kind of the, the, like the, the cornerstone of this argument against it. Right. Oh, of course. Yeah. I think anybody like if say, for example, I were to draw something and then be like, I post it. And then two seconds later, somebody posts a similar thing and be like, Hey, this is AI generated. I'd assume or, or, I think based off like some things that I've seen, people will obviously gravitate to the thing that's human made because at the end of the day, but I really think that art isn't really about the art. It's more about the person that made the art because mm -hmm. a lot of people gravitate to a lot of people just because it's that person. They don't necessarily need to have the best art or anything like that. Um, having great art definitely does help. <laughs> um, right, yeah. But a lot of times like people will, will hang around because of the people that, you know, they like. And if it's just an AI generated art, it's like, that's not really yours. So I, I don't think it should be getting the the same amount of credit as a, you know, human made stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um, we were just talking about how, uh, one of the biggest issues is that AI art is taking influence from existing artists and their work on the internet. Um, 
Is there anything, any program, any application, any software, anything, any proactive measure that an artist can do aside from just straight up not posting their artwork on the internet to prevent their artwork from being ate from a uh, an AI generated uh, artwork uh, application, web scraper program, etc.? I think, I mean, people have been doing it for for the longest watermarking that's probably the only thing that we can at this point mm -hmm. uh because regardless even sometimes if you go through like ai um like web applications i know art breather tends to do this a couple times uh where you'll generate an image and you'll see watermarks and it'll just be like a jumbled mess because obviously it's like still trying to be a completely different thing right um, and that's but you'll how kind of notice it sorry i didn't mean to interject <laughs> in no, the middle of your sentence i apologize um I, because uh, it, it just jogged my memory. Uh, that's how a lot of artists are coming to learn that they're uh, they're falling victim to this, right? Like a friend will reach out to them, be like, "Hey, I saw this like on Facebook or on a website, and it had your watermark or your artist signature. Like, did did you do this?" And they were like, "No." <laughs> Like, yeah. and they they found out that way because like it would generate the artwork with that artist watermark um or their their signature um and it's straight up something that they did not do themselves so right and they could easily you know pass it off saying that they made it because they were the one that pressed the button right so so having like a watermark isn't truly like a uh 100 like like it's, it's not gonna it's, deflect anything right. <laughs> it's still gonna happen right um, but, but it will ensure that your name lands on that ai yeah ai work yeah it should definitely like you know interfere a bit mm -hmm. but i don't think at the end of the day like the computer is not gonna care that there's a watermark there <laughs> and it's not gonna it's not gonna be like oh this is somebody's art. I'm, I'm not gonna touch this one <laughs> it's gonna take it and it's gonna generate it regardless right yeah um do uh do you think i i know you said you have like a, a little bit of programming experience i know mm -hmm. my profession is software development so i could weigh in just a little bit but you know i'm not like a, a digital artist so mm -hmm. you know my you know the amount of i can weigh in is fairly limited do you think we are far off or not so far off from a like a legit application or like a you know like a, a norton type software that prevents your art from being used from like web scrapers and and all that or or do you think that's not really a possibility to have like you think it's always going to be kind of like an issue i think there's always going to be an issue regardless mm -hmm. when it comes to AI art um, and trying to protect your own art. There are a lot of people that are, you know, activating uh, to try to get like laws put into place to prevent your sure. art being like, you have to like opt into it, uh, mm -hmm. allowing things to be shared and whatnot. Right. Um, so I think that's like the next course and when it would happen, I have no idea, hopefully soon. Because um, mm -hmm. I know a lot of people are really fighting for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's only time will tell because at the rate that it's expanding now, it because AI art's been around for quite a while, but recently, just like NFTs, it blew up. 
Um, And now that it's the big thing, everybody's like, you know, jumping into it. Right. Yeah. It it seems like these kinds of things, it's funny you mentioned NFTs. That's a big, big one of 2022. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, NFTs have been around like since like 2014. Like, I think even earlier than that, like they've been around for a long time, like 10 years or so. But, uh, you know, it, it seems like these things reach like this tipping point where, they like gain momentum, gain momentum, and then all of a sudden, and then drop. <laughs> yeah, like overnight, everyone knows about it. Like something happens, and then everyone knows about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's it's just I find it interesting how uh, these kinds of things work like that. Um, and I'm I'm intrigued and curious about what that 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 catalyst is that that kind of pushes it over the edge to it being you know in the in the the common knowledge instead of just like a a niche topic that only a select few talk about so yeah um yeah i, I mean know at least oops go sorry. ahead go ahead i know recently a lot of youtubers especially like the last week or so a lot of youtubers have been making a lot of content on it mm. whether it's like in a negative or positive standpoint but all of that stuff just generates more interest and it spreads the word. And because sure. of stuff like that, that's definitely going to blow it up even more. Yeah, they're they're. Uh, I'm just like them. I'm trying to cash in on the uh, the topic of the day. <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, might as well get on I'm, those trends. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, uh, I'm just trying to this is seriously like a, a learning moment. Like I, uh, this is what I love to do with this podcast is, you know, if I if it's a topic that I don't know a ton about, I like to find someone like yourself that knows more about it and that can come on and, and talk about it. So, um, yeah, this, I mean, this is a, a great opportunity. Um, let's see. I, I think that's pretty much all I had in the notes, uh, in terms of like the, the cons and the, the arguments against it. Um, is there anything that I've missed uh, that you can oh. think of? Anything that um... I've got some notes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, it hit me with it because I'm I'm interested to hear what else you have to say in in terms of like the 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 con and negative side of it. Yeah. Um. So for cons, uh, I I kind of made like a little bulletin sure. <laughs> post yeah. for it. Yeah. Uh. So essentially, stolen art. Uh, mm-hmm. I said that earlier. Um. The web apps are easy, but the people that like want to get into like the like more code based generation, it's harder for like beginners and whatnot. So a lot of people will steer uh, clear from the code based side. Mm-hmm. Um, AI art is not perfect. Um, like I said before, with like the anatomy and whatnot, there's a lot of things that like it just doesn't do good, and you still have to do a lot of work like post-process work afterwards and like Photoshop and whatnot. So mm-hmm. another con, it's not like a full um, you know, one click and you got a perfect, you know, masterpiece. Right. Um, one of the bigger cons, and I don't, I'm not saying this directly towards like the AI art itself, but it's more for the artists. Um, new artists are very dissuaded by AR, uh, AI art, mm-hmm. just because, you know, if you're a brand new artist, say like you're just coming out of high school or whatever, and you're thinking like, I want to make a career out of art, but then you're seeing AI art being generated every <laughs> second that looks mm-hmm a hundred times better than like what most people can do but granted i use ai art sometimes just to get like ideas um and try to like 
block out certain things to right, get yeah, a general we, idea of stuff. Yeah, I I bookmarked that that you told me, and we'll we'll dive deeper into that when we get to the pros and the advantages. So yeah, um, so it, it can be a pro, but just seeing the art like that it dissuades a lot of new people and I can unfortunately it fucking would me <laughs> yeah. like seeing that it's just like how like how do you compete with a computer like that like i mean granted that computer is ripping off you know actual artists um yeah. but you know it, it's it's also bringing the like the the best of the best of the best artists to the forefront and yeah. and so you're you know, you're comparing yourself to, you know, the best of the best. And, and so, yeah, I can definitely see it being a negative that way. Yeah, definitely scares the crap out of me. I won't say it scares the crap out of me, but like when it comes to like me comparing my art to AI art, I'm just like, damn, I wish I was better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, one of the, so I didn't actually know about this, uh, but while I was doing research for the episode, because um, I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't really like missing some stuff. Um, I actually found out that there's certain, I'm not going to name any people specifically, but there's sure. people that take other people's art specifically and train AIs towards that. So like they did that for like Sam does art, Ross draws, like some of the YouTubers. Um, mm -hmm. But one of the ones that like kind of hurt me the most personally was, uh, I don't know if you know him, Kim Jong-ji. Uh, he, he was like familiar. a he makes incredible art like he hand draws everything like he does like live well he used to he passed away unfortunately oh, okay. um but he used to like do live streams and he would just draw and he draws like random stuff but it's always beautiful mm. um and he never used reference he drew everything out of his mind um he's just an incredible artist but wow. when he passed away unfortunately somebody took all his art and trained a model on it uh ai uh wow. on it and what they did they started creating images based off his art and it looks almost identical to some of the stuff and obviously new stuff popped out because of it but it was all in his art style and they were profiting off of it mm. so i mean he kind of like played it off as like oh it's a tribute but the man passed away and you're making money off of his art style yeah that's that's not cool like at all <laughs> i yeah. mean if you were going to do that and then like donate money to his estate or, yeah. or, you know, or, or like do some sort of fundraising thing. That's a different story. Um, you know, or, or getting the family's permission and, and like paying, you know, uh, uh, royalties or whatever the art, art illustration equivalent of royalties is, um, you know, that's, that's another thing, but yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's that's a tough one, especially if someone had passed away. It's, I mean, that's yeah. like resurrecting Michael Jackson via um, the projection automated screen AI or, audio or something. Yeah. yeah, having like Michael Jackson and Tupac like up on yeah uh, the hologram, up, up <laughs> on uh, like the hologram uh, stage at uh, like um, Coachella. Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's crazy shit, man. Um, yeah. Okay, and it well, was like uh, immediately after he passed too, which is even worse, I think. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, when did he pass? Did do you remember? Was I it believe recently? it was in October. Oh wow, um, that... it wasn't that long ago. It was recent. okay. Maybe that's uh, another reason why um, the AI generated art arguments has kind of been uh, has like gotten a big bump lately. lately. Yeah, that's um, one of the big points against it all because it's like 
I don't know. It's it's just the concept that anybody could take anybody's art, put it through whatever algorithm that they have, and be able to create almost identical art and then just pass it off on your own. Mm-hmm. It's kind of messed up because you're just profiteering off of somebody else's artwork. Yeah. Um, so I, I actually I made a, a statement in my notes. It was like training your AI off someone else's art is. Can I curse on here? Is, is that okay? Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, well, it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you should be ashamed of yourself if you do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll we'll make that clear. You know, we did say at the top that we're taking an, an objective look at this, uh, you know, this topic and having a conversation, conversation about it. But uh, that doesn't mean it's going to exclude us from... Saying, oh yeah, I could be a tiny bit that. biased. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because it's uh, you know, like you mentioned, it takes jobs away from artists. Uh, you know, like a big thing I thought about is, you know, um, like big companies they uh the they have the resources to um to you know, invest in certain things to, to make their company better, to grow their company. And if that is, if one of those things is, um, having art to list on their website for whatever reason, um, you know, like having a, a subscription in Shutterstock for, uh, as an example, like mm. with AI generated art, instead of having like a freelance artist on retainer or having art, uh, artist contracted or salaried uh, artists on your payroll um this seems like a potentially cheaper option to all that um yep. so now both the boomers and gen z and millennials can get in on the uh <laughs> on the the crazy angry you know in your tall black socks on the front lawn shaking <laughs> your fist at the sky get off my damn, lawn damn, um, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um now we can get in on the the um you know the the yelling of you know these robots are taking our jobs <laughs> they're like, gonna take our money yeah because for the longest time like it was it was like the crazy boomers and old folk that that were you know complaining about automation and and all that just uh usurping the the, the human roles in in the workforce and yeah. we we're just like whatever and now it's hap- happening to us yeah <laughs> and we're like it's oh, unfortunately okay. like one of those things where if it doesn't like involve you you don't really you know put your two cents yes. into it but now it's like the artists are getting involved and we're like no mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah all of a sudden we have a line to draw yeah so <clears throat> excuse me so yeah um yeah that's all good um do uh let's see do um you have anything else in your in your list uh no i think i pretty much covered it i think the only other thing that i have is just a question why should i be an artist if there's ai that could do the same thing Mm -hmm. um and i just hope that anybody that is contemplating or being you know they're they're kind of like on the edge like should i even bother trying to be an artist because of ai um i say just don't don't even bother uh like overthinking it because at the end of the day i'm pretty sure anything that you make is going to be hundred times more magical because it has you in it. So. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I definitely want to touch on that uh, also, um, which uh, is a good segue to the, uh, the pros 
Uh, so we've discussed the elephant in the room, all the, uh, the, the people, uh, shaking their fists at the sky in rage, um, <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, discussing all the negativity floating around regarding this topic. Now we can focus on, you know, some of the pros, uh, and yeah, the, 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 the positive aspects of, uh, AI generated art. And up until, having the the discussion with you on discord uh when when you offered to come on and uh and discuss uh i didn't uh, i'll be honest i didn't know that there were pros or uh advantages to to using it that were ethical and the the one you mentioned while we were talking and then the one you mentioned uh just a few minutes ago was something to the effect of it's a good jumping off point where you, yeah. know, you you have the have it come up with something very rudimentary or remedial and then you use that as a jumping off point to to expand on so you want to discuss that and some of the other advantages or pros yeah of course um you could definitely like i said before it's kind of like a stepping stone mm-hmm. um if you just don't have an idea like you have a concept in your head um so say for example perfect segue uh would be or perfect example, maybe we could cut mm-hmm. that. <laughs> perfect example would be like the Cthulhu uh, drawing that you asked me to do. Sure. Um, I had so much trouble like just trying to figure out, like I had the idea, like my like image of like what Cthulhu would be, like I, I kind of got that and I was mm-hmm. able, able to send that to you pretty quickly. But then once I had like to put it into a scene, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. Um, because everything I did, like, it just didn't feel good or it would look good when it was just like ink. Uh, mm-hmm. But when I started coloring it, it just looked horrible. So it was a lot of me going back and forth. Um, but then when you had asked me about getting on, uh, well, when I had suggested to be on the, the podcast for sure. the AI art, I was like, yeah. hey, might as well use AI to try to make it uh, for one of the pros. So I ended up using it to generate kind of like scenery ideas, not mm-hmm. so much of like Cthulhu himself because I already had that idea. Sure. But now I know for like when I'm ready to to like fully flesh it out, I kind of have an idea of like what I could throw him into. And I think that it would probably be easier for me to get a final, final draft with that rather than me trying to figure it out in my head and just being stuck in the, in a loop of running around with my head cut off, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so for listeners, uh, I, um, I asked Gabe, uh, I think maybe a month or two ago, like w- w- while we were talking and yeah. I, I think you had mentioned you were like stuck in a rut or just, you didn't yeah, have it's an art rut. Yeah. And, um, I was like, well, what if I put you to work and you're like, that might help. And so I like, I gave you a project to work on and, uh, and at first, like you, you know, you had your sketches and everything. And I was, I mean, I've been super impressed with everything that you sent my way so far. Oh, um, and, and then you, uh, you hit a, a snag of sorts where, you know, you touched on that just a few seconds ago, you know, some of the issues that you ran into, like the landscaping and, and whatnot. Um, so yeah, that's, a. Uh, th- this was just a, a design that I wanted to throw on a, a Tumblr because for listeners that are new or don't know, like I, I do Tumblr making um, like tumblers in cup and you make uh, Tumblr art. Those things are beautiful. Yeah. Oh, thank you. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I love, uh, I love doing the sublimation. Um, it's a, it's a fun, like it's very quick. Like you can bang it out in like a half hour. Like the longest part is printing out the page <clears throat> and waiting for the ink to dry. That's like <laughs> the longest part of it. Um, but once it's dried, like you can bang it out in like, you know, just a couple minutes. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I uh, uh, wanted. So for listeners that were like, you know, include us in the fucking conversation, please. Yeah, what the heck are you guys <laughs> talking about? <laughs> so yeah, um, but yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, you uh, you were using um, that for you know the the Cthulhu landscape and all that. So yeah. So, but then that also like kind of brings up the question: Is that AI assisted art, or is that just straight up AI generated art? Um, mm-hmm. So I guess I, I would consider it assisted because I'm still doing the heavy lifting, you know. Sure. Um, but I don't think most people have that same uh, same uh, point of view. I'm yeah, I, I'm sure that point of view is also uh, is also going to vary from artist to artist. You know, that yeah. you're going to have your hardcore. Um, traditionalists i guess for lack of better words that that say like you know unless you did all of that like by hands you know and it came out of your brain then it you know it doesn't count um but you know it's you're you're using a you know either a a wacom tablet or an ipad or you know a computer photoshop um procreate you, you know you're using you have all these tools at your disposal to make your job as a artist or illustrator like so much easier and more streamlined and you know it's it's kind of ridiculous ridiculous to like you know to <laughs> deny help from computers when <laughs> so it's many true. freaking we artists rely on them so much yeah exactly um so yeah sorry i just want to i i had that come up in my brain and wanted needed to get that out (laughs) no yeah it's a good point honestly i i didn't even think about it that way because i you know i use my ipad pretty much every day um Mm -hmm. especially like with procreate i love that app to death but if it wasn't there what would i draw on (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i've i've uh met and know so many people uh so many artists especially uh starting to do conventions um you know here in nashville uh, and and around uh, other places, we um, you know so many super talented uh, digital illustrators use Procreate, uh, and like I get, you know, Facebook now is basically just Sky Mall uh, and an occasional uh, update from your friend. Right. Uh, you're like product, 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 product. Oh, like, meme. oh, oh, Jenny. <laughs> yeah, you'll get a meme, and then you're like, oh, Jenny is at Jenny's ice cream. That's kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> add, 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 add. Uh, right. But yeah, uh, you know, I I get a lot of uh, even though I'm not an artist, like I still get a lot of Procreate uh, ads because I will be holding my phone and say Procreate next to it, and then next thing, oh, of I'm, course because it's always listening oh yeah listening i think it goes beyond that because i swear to god i wasn't even home near my phone or anything like that and i saw something as i was like out because i sometimes just go for a walk i leave my phone at home to like decompress and whatnot good idea and very admirable. yeah well i try to because i noticed that being on my phone social media i, I barely post on social media anymore i just uh noticed that i was taking up so much like more of my time and mm-hmm. i just need to break that that habit 
and I sometimes I fall back into it. Freaking YouTube and your damn shorts <laughs> and TikTok. I oh, don't even get me started with TikTok. Yeah, but, I, I um, removed it from my phone. I was like, I I can't, I can't go down this rabbit hole. Yeah, no, it's a trap. It really yeah. is. Mm-hmm. But so I was out of my house. I was taking a walk and I saw something and I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And I shit you not, the second that I got home, I opened up like my internet, um, my Google Chrome. I say mm-hmm. I was about to say Internet Explorer. Who uses that? Um, <laughs> I don't think it's still any it's a uh, thing anymore. It's a I think it's like Microsoft Edge. It's like yeah, a, they yeah, try to force you to use it, but yeah, that's it's, it's like why the, don't you want to use Microsoft Edge? It's because it that's sucks. Not Forty that's years like, old. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the first advertisement I saw was almost identical to the thing that I saw. Holy shit! And you yeah, didn't. It was even, scary. You, you I didn't, didn't even have my phone you, on me. You didn't have a, a smartwatch or anything? No no nothing. device? Nothing? Nope. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, it was scary. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that's... Whew, okay. <laughs> that, is, that is pretty spooky. Oh, maybe it was just like... Sometimes they do uh, local stuff is like advertised, so maybe. Mm. But either way, it was very weird because it wasn't something that I typically like see. All right. Yeah, that's, that's uh, very, very odd. Hopefully it was just a coincidence. Oh, here's hoping. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, so let's see. We talked a little bit so far about the like the the pros. Um, what I still uh, got some more if you want. Yes, please. I I, I couldn't remember if we uh, how many we hit because we already went on like so many damn tangents. Um, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> uh, any other pros uh, and advantages to AIR and utilizing it, please. Uh, yep. feel free to hit us with your best shot so um another thing is a uh, quick iteration so if you want to do like concept work um i mean granted it kind of goes back into the whole idea of like oh it, it's just taking other people's art but if you were to say for example upload something that you draw um and then it could create variations based off of that so if you wanted to like take a uh i don't know like a eastern middle eastern spin on something that's mm-hmm. more western and you upload a picture of that and then you get your, you know, your iteration of that. You could use that for concept between, you know, uh, just to get like a better idea or something that you could try that you typically wouldn't like think um, personally. Uh, okay. So I, like concept art and whatnot. Uh, what, what about doing that with just your artwork? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, like that, that must be a thing, right? Like, wh- I'd assume so, because you could train your AIs, like with whatever, going back to the example that I said before, like where they were taking other people's specific art, like you mm-hmm. definitely can just like, kind of like section out what you want specifically. So if I upload all of my art and say, hey, make something in a similar art style, I'd hope that it makes something <laughs> in a similar <laughs> art style. Um, yeah. But then that's actually a really good point, because would that be a bad thing? Not really. I, I think I think it'd be kind of fun. Like like you could almost have like a competition with your computer where like mm-hmm. you you're like, okay, I'm really good at drawing like like concept art for Animal Crossing. Um mm. so let's let's ask my computer to like take Animal Crossing and instead of like on islands, do it in like the middle of the desert and 
you you ask your computer to do that or you know a program the ai whatever and then you do it yourself and see like which one is better <laughs> right yeah it's like almost challenging yourself with with your <laughs> With yourself? <laughs> yeah, it's it's really weird. Like, yeah, it, it, this is very like brave new world technology, yeah. uh, uh, like concepts that we're we're talking about. Like, it's it's almost like a like a computerized version of yourself that you're like, yeah. like I gotta be like, better than myself, <laughs> right? Yeah, can I can I be the can I artistically be better than the ones and zeros version of me, right? Yeah, huh. actually, I kind of want to try that now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go for it. You know, uh, I'm sure I'm not the only one who has uh, considered that idea. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's people there's probably like YouTube videos and whatnot on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. What else? Uh, it's great for people that have no artistic talent to bring their ideas to life because um, okay. there's plenty of people that just have great ideas but can't do anything about it. Right. Um, but I guess that could also be a con because then it takes away the uh, potential of somebody getting commissioned off of that. Um, right. I guess I, just a cheaper alternative. Yeah, I, th- I think as long, I mean, you know, I think this kind of is the along the same route as um, as the, the first example of, you know, using it as a jumping off point. Like mm-hmm. as long as, as you're not like, just straight up taking the finished product. Yeah, after. and then being like, hey, this is mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, as long as you're not taking that, uh, you know, you, and you're like, as long as you do something additional, um, you know, whether you're adding to it or you're like, I don't know what the process would be for, for different iterations or variations of uh, of it, but, you know, tracing over it or, you know, making it polygon shaped instead of like everything's like very fantastical or um uh you know dramatic so yeah yeah just getting that jumping off point mm-hmm. for sure uh, so kind of yeah i think we went over all my points okay <laughs> for the right on. it's pretty much the same stuff it's, if you don't have artistic talent or just a little you could make stuff quickly and then either pass it on or try to work on it yourself um just essentially a make art button right for sure um i know one of my questions uh was um we've kind of already touched on this a little bit um some of the ways that artists can utilize ai generated art that wouldn't be uh as controversial or controversial period um and some of the ways that you have utilized it. Like I said, I, I know we have already touched on this and answered um, or given some answers. Is there anything else that, that you can think of um, to, to add to this question or um, kind of touched on everything? I mean, I, I think mainly like the, the best way to use it without going into the territory of like just stealing art and mm-hmm. and whatnot um is to try to build off of whatever you create um yeah, yeah i think that, that's really <laughs> <laughs> for sure so if an artist wanted to like dip their toe into uh this you know medium or whatever we want to call ai generated art and use it respectfully uh so that it's not inherently ripping off 
uh, other artists out there, um, what are some of the applications or programs that they can use to get started? Like, what what's something that you like to use uh, or have used? Yeah, uh, so I've used a couple, um, not as often as I think a lot of other people, because I just use it every so often when I'm like, kind of stuck on art ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's Dolly Two. Um, which is a web program that you just have to request access for. You get access pretty quickly. Is I that, think they give you... Is that Dolly as in Salvador Dolly? Maybe. <laughs> it, I, I don't know what they, they named it, it after, but is it's D-A-L-L-E. So they, they oh, changed okay. It. it might be a uh, you know different spelling of uh, Dolly. It's just D-A-L-I. Um, but... uh, yeah, they may be... Uh, I don't know if they referenced that or not, but... Yeah, Maybe. I I don't know if uh, AI generated art could even come up with what Salvador Dali came came up with. Like, you know, he drew like the melting clocks and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, oh, you could definitely get some wacky stuff like that. <laughs> like, if you could think it, it'll make it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I bet. Um. Anyways, go ahead. So, um. Well, I mean, I'm gonna just say this for just in general because this is primarily like the case with all of them. You typically get like credits to start off with. They're like okay. 15 to 25 credits, depending on the program. Um, but then after that, most of them are either you pay for credits to build more images or you like pay a subscription. So mm-hmm. it'd be like you pay $10 a month or whatever, and you get like a certain amount or unlimited for whatever amount. Um, and it just depends on who you go with. But Dolly's pretty good. They give you 15 a month. Um, I mean, unless you, if you're just trying to dip your toes into it, I think 15 is pretty good uh, just to like test it out, put in a couple prompts, see if you like it. If not, throw it in the bin you know it's not sure. gonna not really hurt anybody um or it's not gonna hurt you <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, sure there's also mid journey if you have discord you could just add a bot to your server or use their primary server um and then you could generate the images directly through discord which is kind of cool i was testing that out uh actually before we started this um i <laughs> nice. had sent you the picture of that druid the female druid in the forest sure she was yeah. on like the little little glowy orbs and it, actually, it came out like way better than i thought i was going to and it kind of freaked yeah, me out <laughs> that was yeah that was beautiful i actually just did a a druid tumbler not too long ago because i'm actually working on a bunch of D tumblers right now uh going oh, through yeah. all the uh the characters or classes or, or whatever they're called. We, my wife no, and I archetypes. just started a campaign back in the fall and uh, we're loving it so far. And, nice. uh, but I'm, um, you know, it's, it's a work in progress in terms of learning. <laughs> like I'm, it, there's just so much to learn and know about the game. Uh, and so, it, yeah, it's, it's a lot, but we're having a lot of fun. I can imagine. I've always wanted to do uh, Dungeons and Dragons, but I've just never found a group. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I I kind of lucked into it. Like a lot of my friends on Facebook are uh, <clears throat> are DMs or players or both, and our DM that uh, uh, my friend that ended up DMing for our game. Uh, he was like, I'm pretty sure I have time in my schedule. Um, I already have a couple games going on. I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, I have this one and this one. I'm a DM for this one, but a player in this one. And then this one's online. And I'm like, Jesus, like, are you <laughs> sure you have time to do this? He's like, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like he, he fucking loves it. Like, I think he said he only DMs. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, he, he loves it. 
So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we can get a, uh, an online game going one of these days. That'd be fun. I'd be down. Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. But anyways, that's actually another thing that would be kind of cool to, uh, to play around with AI art is with your characters. Cause a lot of people like get illustrations and whatnot. You can mm-hmm. literally just type in your exact description and you'll get something that's, you know, fairly similar. Right. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Um, uh, speaking of which, this a uh, shameless plug. Uh, if you uh, so, like I said, we are doing a um, uh, a D and D campaign right now, and we are recording it. The first session and a half is available to listen to on the podcast. Um, however, the rest of it is Patreon exclusive. So if you enjoy D and and or enjoy listening to D campaigns um sign up for our patreon it's only like uh two bucks to start out so um yeah <laughs> if you're interested in listening to uh us for like three plus hours like <laughs> playing D D, it's it's a fun time like the the f- first like session or two was a, a little rocky because uh, you know half of us were learning how to play and then you know one of our other players had played a long time ago but you know it's kind of like quickly relearning so it's like i said it's been interesting but yeah shameless plug anyways <laughs> back, back to your original programming uh, that's where we leave off oh um, um yeah we were, we were talking right? yeah mid journey and uh yeah any other programs or applications that you can think of yep um so there, there's actually a couple for your phone as well. I don't know if FaceApp is still a thing. I didn't see that when I was doing research. But I remember a while ago, like a long time ago, uh, FaceApp was pretty big because it was like, mm-hmm. make yourself old, make yourself a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was on that. And then they were like, the Russians are stealing our faces. <laughs> yeah. It, it, isn't that why like it, it was super popular and then not popular? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, it was like everybody was super excited, like I could be old, and then I was like, "We're getting our faces though." <laughs> yeah, like it, that was kind of like it seemed like the beginning of that whole um, the the realization or waking up to the the idea of like these double sided applications out there, where you know they they promote one feature, and but it's really like in the back end it's doing some creepy shit yeah super shady yeah steal in your face gonna put it on nicholas cage (laughs) do another face-off movie oh no (laughs) damn Uh, i forgot about that movie (laughs) sorry i had to bring it back into oh yeah you brought it back i mean it it, it's not the best movie no but it is a movie (laughs) it it is in fact a movie (laughs) i mean it's got john travolta it's got you know nicholas cage you know it's it can't be that bad right (laughs) it could (laughs) it could be (laughs) anyways sorry um no no uh so there's a couple apps uh one called wonder ai dream by one wombo (laughs) okay Uh, lenza so all of these are like free apps for a couple of days and then subscription, of course. Yeah, um, I think Lenza was the one that I downloaded and saw that like even to get started, you had to input card information. I was like, never mind. Yeah. I don't care that much. But I mean, those are like the, I think the bigger ones that I've seen. I think Lenza is like the biggest one because 
most people on social media were posting those uh mm-hmm. like profile pictures and stuff from there right but um i mean for the most part they do essentially the same thing you uh either post a picture of yourself or they have like the text prompts and it does the same thing as the web applications but just not as uh i think in depth because i don't think they uh necessarily put in the same amount of i guess funding or whatnot that the the web applications do um and plus because the web web applications run off of uh like computers and some of them like the code ones specifically run off your computer so mm-hmm. like if you have good hardware then you could do more with the computer-based ones but you know you still got a option for mobile devices and whatnot right yeah for sure cool um anything else any others that um you found? those are the only ones i wrote down cool <laughs> i mean that's yeah that's a great great place to start um yeah, so definitely check those out, uh, you know, and uh, if you're interested in uh, looking at AI-generated AI arts uh, in a uh, more in-depth capacity, um, listeners. Um, but yeah, I, I think the the moral of the story here, uh, and Gabe, you can chime in if you'd like, um, mm-hmm. it, it just seems like, you know, proceed with caution and be responsible and respectful um when when using this because you know uh it i think in this day and age it's easy to to get detached from everything like from reality from uh you know the just from human interaction like from you know people going to like working from home and you know just having less and less human interaction so you become like more and more detached from like like people my chair just almost like broke me sorry (laughs) all good um so yeah i i think the 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 best thing the biggest thing is to just like if you're interested in in doing this like uh or using it as as a, a helper of some sort, like just proceed with caution and use it responsive responsibly. Um, you know, yeah, don't be a dick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cause Gabe, like you said, it is, uh, it, it's not like some, you know, repository of images that it's pulling from where, you know, the computer built those two like completely from scratch or, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's not like a bunch of artists, like, you know, opened up a repository and willingly threw all their stuff in there. Like what's there going on? There was never right? an option. Yeah. Like what, what's happening right now is very, very wild West type shit. Yeah. Um, and I, I think sooner or later, you know, the other shoe is going to drop. Um, but what do you think? You think that there's, there's like a hammer is going to come down at some point in time that either like a I law think, or, or I think, um, the closest thing that we're probably going to get is it'd probably be a law, uh, mm-hmm. something of some sort where you can, I don't know how they would even implement it truthfully. Yeah. Um, maybe like a digital watermark that's like stuffed into the file itself and not like visibly seen. And then sure. I don't know, but um, probably a law will, will come around. Yeah. It seemed like maybe we can utilize like NFT technology. Cause I mean, that's the whole point of NFTs, right? Is like, I mean, you, it's a, it's a piece of digital art that like, you know, you can copy and paste, but the, the whole idea is that you have like the original 
file with all the metadata that says this was the original. Um, So yeah, it it seems like if we can, you know, if we have some sort of system in place where you can prove that you were the original creator, um, you know, and, and like prove without a reasonable doubt that, you know, this AI generated piece of art looks super similar to, to your style, then yeah, it it seems like uh, some amendments to some copyright laws are coming down the pike. Yeah. So it's just that just the concept of it. Like I, even as like an artist, I'm on my point of view, I don't know how they would be able to regulate it. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like most things, like even I say, for example, like I'm pretty big into 3d printing, but one side of it that I will never get into is like, you know, firearm making and stuff like that. And they mm-hmm. put in laws to like prevent that kind of stuff, but right, it's not going to do anything. People are still going to do it. <laughs> uh, if anything, that gives people more like incentive personally to try to do more stuff like that. And right. I don't know if that's going to be the same thing with AI art. Like, I don't know if it's going to get even crazier than before or right. like, what's going to happen. Um, I I know that that's not what we're here to talk about, but now that we are talking about it, um, is is there any, are are there any complications with like getting, um, like, uh, 3d files for like prop guns for like cosplay and stuff? No, no, stuff like that. It's, I think the only things with those is like, if you were to go to con or like, if you're going outside the orange tip, like a BB gun. Yeah, you have to check it. Yeah. Um, just as long as it's not like a <laughs> operating gun, it's okay. Right. Yeah. I, I, since you mentioned that, like, I, I didn't realize that, you know, you could 3D print parts to make, like, you know, an actual uh, firearm. Um, yeah. I, I knew that you could, you know, 3D print parts to make a, you know, like a, a cosplay piece, um, you know, like a, a weapon uh, or a firearm or sword for, you know, a, to complete your cosplay ensemble. But I, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I didn't know about the, the, you know, legit firearm thing. So I was curious, yeah. like if that, uh, if like now, if you sell like those digital 3d print files, like if you have to put some sort of disclaimer or jump through additional hoops in order to sell them, uh, I think I there, there might be something along that. I know there's like really big groups that like are dedicated to 3d printing and firearms. Mm-hmm. Um, so they might, <laughs> they, they might have some sort of like system in check, but, hmm. uh, that I'm not too sure. Interesting. Um, I do know that, uh, they, they call them, I think ghost guns cause okay. they, they can't be detected cause they're plastic and oh, yeah. they actually have them in, uh, in call of duty. <laughs> like you can see some <laughs> of the guns, they look printed. Um, that's funny. So it, it's like, they're like, cause they, they remade modern warfare two. And one of the big missions in the first one was um, no Russian, where like you're going through an airport, fucked up mission, because um, <laughs> like you're just like gunning down civilians. It's really messed up. Uh-huh, but yeah, they that's... they kind of like uh. teased it, and the guns that they were showing, they were 3D printed. Interesting. Uh, uh, that's that's uh yeah, that's something else. <laughs> yeah, super wild, super yeah. wild, <laughs> wild shit. Um. Okay. Well, I think uh, I think we've we've gone over um you know the the highlights and gone in depth uh you know to to a pretty good extent what do you think yeah i think yeah. we covered basic for sure um a- at least as much as we can cover at this juncture maybe if we see some 
further developments down the road, we can readdress this. Um, but as for right now, it seems like this is this is the best that we can we can present with with the the facts that we have. So yeah, it's definitely like it's coming up to a point where something's gonna happen. It's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you look at like the petitions, like the sign my petition thing. I don't I don't know what that they that website's called anymore. Change.org, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, like people are are doing petitions on there, and so who knows? Maybe something will happen, but. Time will tell. Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, we, uh, for for those of you that are new to the podcast or haven't listened in a while, we do a segment towards the end of each episode called Shit That Doesn't Suck. Shit That Doesn't Suck. And either Lindsay, uh, if she's on, um, my wife and co-host, or uh, my guest, uh, which is this case, we make a recommendation for uh, something uh, that we have recently watched, read, looked at, uh, or experienced. Um, And uh, so with that, Gabe, what is your shit that doesn't suck for this week, this episode? God of War Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. That game is phenomenal. Yeah, I've like, dude, I've heard nothing but good things about it. I, I haven't played any of the God of War games, unfortunately, but I've heard this one is fucking legit. It's super good. Like it goes into like the whole, you know, trying to be better. Um, you know, as a parent, especially with Kratos. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it's him because the lad the previous game was him becoming more human through his son. And okay. this one, it's more like everything that he learned from the last one, he's kind of like putting it into action. So like okay. his decisions are always being like checked by, you know, kind of like what he learned and then like through his son. So overall, a great experience. Yeah. Gotcha. That's that's really cool. Um, So if I, like I said, I haven't played any of them. If I was to be interested in getting into them, would you advise starting with the first one or uh, um, are, are they kind of like piecemeal where you can, you know, play one and not play another? Like, obviously you could, but yeah. I wasn't exactly sure, like, if you would miss, like, major plot developments if you just were to jump in at the newest one. So if you were to get, like... The God of War, I think it was 2017, they like rebooted the series with right. the Norse mythology. Um, so if you started with that one, I think you'd be okay. Because um, okay. they do reference the older games, but it's kind of subtle. So like you don't sure. really need to know them. Like If you're a diehard, like, you'll pick it out. Like, oh, he just mentioned Zeus, but they don't actually say it. Right. Um, and also, like gameplay-wise, they're so different that mm-hmm. like if you were to play them in order, you'd probably be like, what the fuck happened? Like, Why did they change from... like hack and slash like looking pretty much from like above um to you know over the shoulder and like a very personal experience compared to the other ones where it's just like stab 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 everybody dies um, <laughs> with, with like you know a little bit of i, I won't say a little bit because there was a lot of meaning behind it and a lot of like this is what happens when like you kind of lose control and you're just blinded by vengeance and whatnot 
-hmm. And then you get to the newer ones where it's just like, all right, now this guy needs to kind of become human again. Um, So they're totally different experiences, like angry Kratos and dad Kratos. They're kind of like two different people. Um, Yeah, that that makes sense. It really really depends on like what style you like. Uh, I would recommend from the very beginning, just because like, there's so many awesome moments like you're fighting hydras and you're fighting the the gods wow. from uh like greek mythology and whatnot and mm-hmm. so it it it's pretty badass some of it doesn't make sense but they had to <laughs> they had to go uh free Take reign because they made essentially a new story and kratos is a original character so they had their liberties that um well what's the word they had free like they had space to to make changes um, sure but they they did them like you know they they were tasteful and I got you. I think That's cool. The newer ones, uh, they they do the same thing, but it's so much more grounded. Um, mm. They did a really good job. Like that's awesome. both the games, like for the years, they were both my game of the years for sure. <clears throat> Although okay. it didn't win game of the year, like officially, it's right. my game of the year. In my heart. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what really matters the most. What's what's oh, the the game that that you name game of the year? Um, yeah. Man, I uh, I'm excited. I'm I'm glad that PS5s are becoming a little bit more easier to find nowadays. Now that yeah, uh, now I might be able to finally get one. Um, <laughs> uh, so we'll we'll see. I I have a few games that I've set aside where I'm like like they're available for PlayStation Four, uh, mm-hmm. but I I've just heard so many people like the new Miles game. Well, it's not yeah. new anymore. Like it's think it's a year or so old but um like so many people have said like oh that one and like a few others that are available for ps4 like just they're like wait until the ps5 because the the haptic feedback on the controller like oh yeah that controller is nice yeah um i'm assuming you're playing (laughs) so you're playing on ps5 um yeah so i have my ps5 over there but um i use my ps5 controller for my pc too okay do do you have the disc version or the digital version digital um i tend to download my games anyways so it just kind of made sense save the money yeah um i uh i'm gonna be expensive and get the disc version but that's only because i have also been holding out on getting a 4k player um Mm. because i i'm still one of like seven people on planet earth that buys dvds (laughs) um you should people out there if you're not listening you need to start buying dvds again um and i'm not like just trying to rally people together for the ridiculous concept of buying physical media like like look at i'm trying not to go off on a tangent here (laughs) but like (laughs) like look at what hbo did a couple weeks ago like they not only canceled westworld and a couple other shows they are removing them completely from the platform um Luckily, Westworld uh, gets a physical release as well. Um, but imagine if it didn't, that would just be gone. So, and, and you know that that's not just for like stuff that's on streaming platforms, like like digital copies that, or, or just like movies that you get digitally uh, or buy digitally instead of like going out to the store and buying the DVD. Like you may think you own it but you don't like no. they could like a, a licensing agreement could, you know, end or something could happen and all of a sudden your shit could be gone. <laughs> yep. So yeah, it's, it, I know. Oops, sorry. No, I was um, just going to say it, it's, it's very important to, you know, still buy low uh, physical media when you can. Mm-hmm. 
I so <laughs> I have the the digital PS5, but like my PS4 was physical, so like all like the important movies that mm -hmm. like I liked, like into the Spider Verse, um, you know, it was just the MCU movies, some of right. the DC movies, and I don't want to say all of them, but <laughs> um, you know, I had physical media, but now that I have the PS5, I can't even watch them. <laughs> so now they're just sitting there. Well, I'll keep them for sentimental value, but right. um, now since everything's I won't say everything, but there's a big push to like get most things digital now. Mm -hmm. um, and it kind of sucks because just like you said, like with the, the TV shows and stuff like that, it happens to like games and stuff like that too. So like on the PlayStation store, they take games down every so often and it could be for small things like licensing agreements for music in the games yeah. or just companies randomly pulling products. Mm -hmm. It sucks because even if you own them, you can't download them. Right. Yeah, so. for sure. Um, I, uh, I, I think the best of both worlds are, you know, uh, you know, uh, splitting the difference is getting the physical copy of a Blu-ray or a 4k disc. Uh, I've been getting the 4k disc, even though I don't have a 4k player yet. Um, because most 4k, uh, DVDs nowadays comes with the 4k version, the Blu-ray version, which is what I use. And then the digital download. Yeah. Um, so you have three different options. Uh, so, um, it's, it's kind of like, it's literally the best of all worlds. Yeah. Um, and you get all of that for, you know, maybe a couple bucks more than what you would spend if you just bought it digitally outright. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, anyways, soapbox moment over uh, <laughs> now to my shit that doesn't suck. Um, yeah. I, so, uh, I was going over a list of, um, the top horror movies from 2020, uh, 2022, um, because, uh, I just, I realized or noticed that th this past year has been a, uh, an absolute banger for horror movies. Um, Gabe, mm. I'm not sure, um, how much of a, a fan or not so much of a fan you are of, of horror flicks. Uh, but I, I dabble. Yeah, I I was more of a passive fan um, up until the last couple of years when I just unearthed like this hidden like treasure trove within myself of like, oh, I really fucking love this genre <laughs> <laughs> um, just because it has like so much to offer. <clears throat> um, and like I said, I found a list of the best uh, like the top 25, you know, horror movies of this past year. And, um, and the new Hellraiser was on it. Um, the one that's on Hulu. Uh, so I watched that last night and it was actually pretty good. Uh, it's, it's not, uh, anything great. Didn't blow my socks off, but I think that if you are a fan of the original films, um, you, you'll probably enjoy it. Um, I, I'm not a hardcore fan of the franchise, like I said, but mm. I, I really liked it and it's a, it's a fun addition. Um, it does something a little bit different. Um, but it also, you know, pays homage, uh, you know, to all the original concepts, you know, of like, you know, finding the box and, um, it being, uh, the, the secret to unlocking dark, deep desires of pain and pleasure <laughs> um you know and tight leather and sexual seduction and all that so it's uh, yeah. it's <laughs> it's a it's a trip man so yeah um you know get some bud and uh get a, get a cozy blanket and 
you know, strap in for a very interesting ride. Uh, it's it's good. I liked it. I give it like four stars, four out of five. So okay. it's a good one. So, um, but anyways, uh, Gabe, do you have any other last words? Actually, um, go ahead and plug anything that you'd like to any social media handles, any uh, anything that you'd like um, our yeah. listeners to be aware of. So, um, I, like I said in the beginning, I don't typically use social media as much as I used to, um, mm. but I'll throw in my, my handles, you know, just for the fun of it. For sure. Um, so my, uh, Instagram, uh, for my cosplay stuff is frostbite cosplays. Um, and then YouTube, I'm going to start YouTubing with one of my friends. So, uh, my YouTube handle is beyond with two D's. Um, and I guess I could write that down and we could like put it in yeah, the I'll, description I'll, or something. Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. Um. Oh, wait, actually, we might have to cut that because I think my YouTube is uh, completely wrong. Hold oh, on. yeah, no problem. Yeah. I, what it, yeah, just you can message me uh, whatever your your stuff is so I uh, I, I spell right. it correctly. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it'd be primarily YouTube. I, I don't have any content up, but I will soon. Um, gotcha. And then Instagram, I have a bunch of old stuff that I worked on. I will be rebranding soon uh, okay. to match the YouTube just to, you know, kind of simplify everything, get everything in the same uh, banner. Um, but it will probably be like beyond cosplay or something like that. Gotcha. That's cool. Awesome. Um, well, Gabe, thank you so much for, for coming on and, and helping to, uh, to break down this, this topic. Uh, you know, like I said, it's very hot button, uh, topic here as of late. Um, mm-hmm. and I definitely could not tackle it on my own just with what I know. Uh, sure. I could have done research, but it is just so much more, so much better and more entertaining to have uh, a guest on that knows about the topic and, and can speak to it. And then I can learn, uh, in real time. And, uh, this, this has been great. So thank you so much for, for coming on. Yeah, man. Happy really to help. Awesome. Uh, and listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, if you made it this far, uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. We are on all uh, podcast apps, including Spotify and YouTube. Uh, subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> if you are a fan of D&D, uh, you can listen to our D&D sessions. Uh, you also get to be a part of our private uh, group chat where we discuss upcoming topics and episodes and you get, um, you know, random free stuff and uh, get entered into giveaways and stuff like that. So it's a good time. Um, your couple bucks a month goes goes a long distance. So. Um, and leave us a rating and review if you haven't already. Um, I think Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Amazon, there's only a couple out there where you can leave a review. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be it. Uh, be kind, stay geeky, and eat lots of cheesecake. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.